2: There. We're about 15, 16 minutes away from announcing our winner in our My Talk app $10,000 pick your prize contest. Uh, we're going to announce a $100 winner in a few minutes, and that person's going to be entered to win a $10,000 ch- prize of his or her choosing. And what would you choose? We th- we said the Rosedale. I, well, give us screen. our
3: options again. Well, give there's an options.
2: ATV. There's like a personal watercraft. There's some diamond stud earrings. Trip to Disney. Can World. you combine
3: any of these? No, things? these I don't are think all so. standalone.
2: Yeah, Ten
4: thousand. No,
2: okay, I well, might
4: take the ATV or the person. I might take the ATV.
3: Yeah, you could use that at the cabin, right? Yeah, we have. It's an oldie. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, might take I, them- I would take the Rosedale card because I would get. I would get my. I would get more bang for my buck. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking. Um, mm-hmm. And
2: it's kind of neat. It's kind of divided up at various stores. You get a right. little bit of here, a little bit yeah. of. There. That would be
3: such that a would Cinderella. Be,
4: we gave away ten thousand dollars shopping spree on our, our show, ten, our
3: ten year anniversary. And somebody won, and we they had to spend it. You know, in like in like six hours. hours or something.
4: And we took them out to Eden Prairie, and we went to like. Um, some, Gander Mountain. Gander Mountain. They spent a lot of money there, and then we went and got some appliances. I feel like at Best Buy. It was a blast. It was a
3: blast. It was a blast. We, we rode in a limo with somebody them. Had to spend, spend ten thousand dollars in a couple hours. Yeah, and it, you it was know, so much fun. Money. Yeah, totally. You can also win
2: like a new shower and bath. That and would be nice. Teeth, uh, orthodontically. Oh, uh, now I might take that. With Invisalign. Okay, mm-hmm.
3: so see, there's yeah. all right.
2: All right. There's a wide Somebody's selection. Gonna win.
4: But people can still register, and we're giving away the grand prize on March.
3: I think it's 30th. Okay. And know, the end, end of March, the yeah. last Friday of March, which, so, remember, there's s- 31
4: days. I know. There's still time to mm-hmm. download it, and today is just the
3: 18th. Okay, so there is a little um, scandal, which I just want to remind people about for this upcoming Aretha Franklin um, documentary. On Nat Geo. On Nat Geo, as played by Cynthia Erivo, He's an actress and a singer. We posted uh, a link of what she wore last night on the Grammys. Uh, tribute to uh, the salute songs of change. And um, it's this Pearl Versace outfit. And then just go ahead and look at Lenny and his coconut, which is seared in my memory now forever. And that's not a euphemism. It isn't at all. <laughs> no. It isn't at all. No, it isn't. He does have a coconut, but mm-hmm. everything about this photo is iconic. I can see his feet I'm so happy about that. Oh I can see his He's got his shirt off and he's in
4: jeans and he's holding a coconut and he just He's
3: looks- not jeans and he's in a he's in a track pants That's that are it. puddled at his feet, which is a look I find extremely because remember not desirable
4: Because remember he's very short.
3: Yeah. No, they're not, Rocco. Okay. They're 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 mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> it's just everything about it. But anyway, I call that Lenny and the coconut and it's iconic. Um anyway. See how I'm getting distracted by oh, just are, that photo? So, you you were? So wow! So Cynthia, why? Cynthia Arrivo, um, she does act, and she is playing in this Nat Geo. She's playing Aretha Franklin. It's like four parts. And apparently it's focused on Aretha in the 60s, okay. early 70s. So that, you know, her young years. And she was on with the... Uh, GMA this morning and she does have a great story about um how she got the part part. I love this here we go thank you so much for joining us looking fab as always now I I, I, I gotta tell you I cannot wait to see you play Aretha Franklin and I hear
1: that you landed the part by just singing a few bars on the red carpet you got to tell us about that Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, I was um, going to the Tonings, and Mark from uh, Variety asked me to sing my favorite song. And my favorite song happens to be Ain't No Way. So I started singing a couple bars of Ain't No Way. It was filmed, and that film made its way back to Brian Grazer and Clive Davis and everyone at National Geographic. And I got a call maybe a couple of days after um, from my agent who said that they had seen the tape <laughs> And were doing this series, and it was going to be Aretha, and they wanted me to come on board. Okay, yeah. you, you know, a lot of stars now are going to be going to be singing and doing a lot of things on the red, the red carpet, carpet.
3: because they can, can lead the great things. But I understand that you also had a chance to meet the Aretha Franklin, and she saw you perform. Yeah.
1: Yes, she uh, came to see the Color Purple, and after the show, uh, I met her. Uh, and as I was walking towards her, she sings the the last line of the, the song I usually sing, I'm Here. Um, and she was just really funny and sweet. And uh, that look on my face is how <laughs> I was feeling on the inside, uh, elated and totally baffled and amazed that uh, she was there. Oh, yeah.
3: Wow. And you know, when that Color Purple opened on Broadway, when That's it first huge, opened, it was everything. It was huge. so huge. And she's, Cynthia was in the original cast. She was. That one, you know, won a Tony. Was Jennifer Hudson in the original cast? No, Jennifer Hudson replaced okay, Cynthia Erivo, okay. which is and so was, ironic because Jennifer Hudson is going to be playing, playing Aretha, Aretha in a big screen movie called right. Respect. Right. So just...
4: Yeah, and the, I forgot that Cynthia Refa is English.
3: He, yes. Yeah, I forgot. And okay, I mean, she, her, she's so talented. Rocco, this could happen to you. <laughs> well, I don't know,
2: but <laughs> I could play singing. Aretha Franklin in yeah, the future. Yeah, you're going to be I'm say, singing which, which part on of a it? red
3: carpet, and someone's just going to go you. And... and, yeah, she really, you know, so she went from, you don't see this trajectory of going from Broadway. theater, then to Broadway, and then she goes to Hollywood and then she makes this, you know, that wild, the casino where and then she does all, you know, these other things where she plays in the outsider on HBO, she helps solve a murder and she's kind of a, got a clairvoyancy. And You're the so only she,
4: one out of us that saw that, that why, That's a good show on I HBO.
3: If you like, if you like, you know, kind of a murder crime yeah, sort of procedure, but anyway, the family of Aretha Franklin they don't want us to watch the Snap Geo special. Why they want us to boycott it? They said they were disrespected. Uh, oh, dear. Franklin's family say that the people behind the survey or series refused to work with them on bringing mm-hmm. Franklin's story to life in an authentic way. Now, I could read that in, into that, they didn't want to pay them a salary to be consultants. Okay. That's one way of reading that. A granddaughter released a TikTok video saying they want fans to boycott it. They said uh, they, they weren't involved in the biopic of their grandma's life, and so they don't think we should watch it for that reason alone. Oh, dear. I don't think that's going to make me not want to watch it. I I want to watch it because Cynthia is playing. I'm not going to want to
4: watch it. I mean, that doesn't work for me.
3: It doesn't work for me either. You should watch
4: it because we don't want you to.
3: Rocco, well, do you think that's going to work? I I don't think so. I know. Because I kind of want to know Aretha's uh, story. I did watch that documentary of her in in the church.
4: Yes. That was showing oh, the, in movie theaters.
2: Where they, she did a performance. Yes. yes. Yeah, I heard about it. That, That's yeah. on Amazon Prime, I think. That I was really that.
3: pretty amazing. Right. But I didn't, you know, I, I know her music, but I don't know, like, all the civil things. and
4: No, there's a good the, story there. I think the more stories told about her, the better. I think it's, let's saturate it. There's yeah. a lot to go around. right? I'm, I look forward to this, but I love it that, you know, but with Brian Grazier involved, I mean, they usually do great stuff.
3: I mean, Donnie loved Genius, the one that was Pablo Picasso, and Antonio Banderas Banderas. played him, and he was nominated for an Emmy.
4: Uh, I'll watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah, we totally will watch watch it.
3: it. I'm sorry to Aretha's grandkids that we can't support your ask, but um, we want to see it. We've been waiting. Aretha has such a great story, and this year we're going to get two. Lori, did you fill out your
4: March Madness bracket?
3: Did I? mm mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know if I know how to fill up the bracket. Uh um, you just put names in. All right.
4: Names that are playing. Rocco to Kentucky. You fill I want I
3: Kentucky. Not. I want the Blue Devils. The
4: Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. Yeah, Gorgon Gun- We're playing name? Cheddar.
2: Gonzaga. Gonzaga,
4: Baylor, and someone else I think are-
2: Gonzaga uh has a kid from here, uh Suggs. Do they? And he's got some uh Woodbury. Mm. Uh, his parents were from Woodbury. I oh,
3: I, I didn't oh, watch Jimmy Kimmel GM last Suggs. night, and that's where I get my um, your sports my, my sports gonna, from. Here's a couple things in the sports world. So that's taking that starts
4: today, right, Rocco? Uh, the play-in game might be today, right? Yeah, they, uh, thirty-seven yeah. million Americans filled out a bracket. Um, people are so excited because last year it was canceled completely.
3: March oh, Madness right. is so
4: much fun. Remember, we've been in Vegas during March Madness. This is a very fun time to was watch.
3: March Madness going to be here last year. Actually,
2: yeah, the whole thing starts today. I, I, it does
4: start today, and it's yeah, all in Indianapolis. That shows you how much I've been
2: paying attention. Um, There's a
4: game going on right now, and so it's too late to fill out your brackets. Yep,
2: well, we're we're screwed. I've we're screwed.
4: But here's the other sports news thing: mm-hmm. starting in 2023, Amazon has bought the broadcasting rights for Thursday night NFL football. Which so the only way to watch it is through streaming services, which means you got to pay. It's taken from Fox. Right? Did you see that,
2: Rocco? I did not. I saw the NFL has a whole new deal that's like $2.1 yep. billion. Amazon,
4: 10-year deal. Mm-hmm. 2023. But by then, who knows, streaming And
2: might... it's going to be streaming only? mm
3: mm-hmm. Might be. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. Which I think is so wrong, but whatever. Yeah. That's the way the world is going. We've been seeing it happen. Yeah. So you just know that, because ESPN had part of NFL, too, where you had to right. have a, a cable package to watch it. So right. this yeah, is so what's Monday hap-
2: nights is... ESPN. Right. So you need cable. cable. And then Thursday nights is going to be streaming. Is this starting like
3: 2023? Okay. There's time to plan. Yeah. <laughs> NBC must be so mad that they signed a deal last year to pay the Hollywood Foreign Press and Dick um, Clark Productions $60 million a year between uh, 2020 and 2026
4: that much
3: a year broadcast the golden globes but they didn't remember they didn't even have anyone from nbc yep. we had yep. the two tv you know jane lynch and susan mm-hmm. they didn't even have a red carpet because this hollywood foreign press thing has caused such a storm in hollywood yes, it and, and uh sonia or not sonia what's her name shonda rhimes yes she tweeted that um every single year um, the Hollywood Foreign Press would say no, they didn't want to have a little meet and greet with any of Shonda's shows. And it wasn't until after Scandal was successful, after How to Get but Away. They with didn't want to meet. And they didn't, have and they didn't meet want to have anything to do, do with Bridgerton. Bridgerton. And she said that's the way terrible. it's she said it's always she said they have missed so many, you know, good opportunities, just the whole crappy way they work. So and these publicists, and I guess I guess the NBC, they just gotta be going crazy that they're paying $60 million well, listen, a year, don't a year. Worry.
4: They're starting to charge full ad <laughs> rates to be part of Peacock.
3: Okay. All so right. they're
4: charging. Everyone's charging. Everyone's yeah. blah, blah, blah. Everyone's figuring it out. But yeah, that's a lot of money.
3: Yeah. So that, but it's so that they've been very quiet about all of that. To me, the person who made that decision is the you same- should be fired. Oh, Lori. I'm just saying that anyone that decided to hire Megan but, Fox all those years ago, But rock anyone with it two years ago, you would, you could have looked and said, but yes. live television events, the numbers are going down every year. We're going we should pay you less. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's ever negotiating for Dick Clark productions and the Hollywood foreign press. They Lori's going to
4: tweet you today, no. but she's busy tweeting Reese Witherspoon and somebody else. But they went from 20 million <laughs> to 60 million. It's unbelievable.
3: Yep. I mean, somebody really mm-hmm. knows how to sell to NBC. Mm-hmm. Are they sleeping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Listen, mm-hmm. we'll be back with the dirt alert and uh, a one hundred dollar winner. Oh yes. This,
1: this is winner a winner chicken talk. dinner. Dirt alert.
3: Hello, Holly.
0: hi, Allie. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And yay, Jennifer. Yay, yeah. Jennifer! She is now in the drawing for the $10,000 Pick Your Prize contest. She could pick a prize if she wins, like a Ski-Doo, a trip to Disney World, all sorts of stuff.
3: Right.
0: Very exciting. Uh, we'll start with this story this afternoon from the world of publication. Teen editor... Uh, the. the ugh, let me start again. All right. So the editor for Teen Vogue has resigned after racist tweets have re-emerged from her Twitter account. So Alexa... McCammon. She was named as the editor of Teen Vogue just a few weeks ago, uh, but now she is leaving the post after these tweets have resurfaced. Okay.
3: She replaced Elaine Wentelroth. I don't know if I'm saying her last name who right. Who replaced Eve, Who who's now at the top. Right. Right. And right, Elaine right. is the one who complained to CBS HR after that Cheryl um, and Sharon Osborne thing. thing. This is the the editor who replaced Right. Emma- we took
1: it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy
3: cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see.
2: We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become?
0: Senwa Saga.
3: For the ones who get it done. And uh, like uh, this was coming up like a couple weeks ago. They're like, hey, Anna Wintour... Yeah. What's with this lady? Right. Yeah.
0: So these, oh, so dear. a little bit of a background on Alexi McCabbin. She comes as a political reporter from Axios, and she was set to start as the editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue next Wednesday, but now uh, she is parting ways with Conde Nast. Conde Nast making a statement saying, after speaking with Alexi this morning, we agreed that it was best to part ways so as not to overshadow the important work that's happening over at Teen Vogue. And these were
3: tweets and stuff that she did when she was 17 and 18. How old is she now? She's 27 now. Mm -hmm. But she only just now took him. See, people don't. It's uh, like that book we had on today. Mm -hmm. People don't realize some of this social media stuff. Like, it can come back to haunt you
0: hi you. Yeah. So these tweets included comments on the appearance of Asian features, derogatory stereotypes about Asians and slurs for gay people. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Alexi had apologized for the tweets back in 2019 and deleted them and screenshots of the tweets recirculated online after it was announced that she was hired at Teen Vogue on March 5th.
4: So she, apolog- but they're really, they were really from a, icky place it was an icky place i know but she
3: didn't here's the thing when you're being racist a a homophobic whatever that is you say that's what you've been you don't say i'm sorry that people were offended at these offensive Mm -hmm. words i use i'm sorry i was a homophobic and racist a-hole right that's what Sharon, I mean, that would go a lot farther. Would. Be, people would be able to go, Oh, okay. And instead, like all her staffers were like, we're not working for this lady.
0: Right. Yeah, and in addition to that, uh, criticism, Ulta Beauty Burt's Bees were suspending their campaigns with Teen Vogue.
3: It's the money, the ad. It's Yeah, right, that right there.
0: Will yeah. make, that'll make
3: uh, people sit up and take notice.
0: Mm-hmm. The suits
3: yeah. up in the tower and Anna Wintour, who's probably this lady's boss and probably hired her.
0: Yeah, so I <laughs> think that uh, some of the things were known by the hiring managers at the time and then some other things weren't. Uh, so it seems like the vetting process didn't turn up additional material because it had been deleted
3: and also now there is heightened sensitivity about everything happening with the Asian hate that's out there and with what happened in Atlanta and I mean President Biden addressed it in his uh, thing to the nation about COVID the the numbers are so worrying in all over the United States like 3,500 percent increase in hate crimes Against uh, anyone who looks Asian because we had somebody who called COVID a slur. That, you know, it's it's terrible. I mean, that's where it came from. I mean, that's where the hate is really. I think gotten the okay was that.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Ugh. Now, Condé Nast, the, that's the parent publication of Teen Vogue. They also have publications like Vogue. So, you know, that organization having these conversations within the last year, back in June, uh, Anna Wintour sent a note to Vogue staff uh, saying that the magazine had not given enough spakes to black editors, writers, photographers, designers, and yeah. other creators. And uh, over at Bon Appetit, the editor-in-chief, Adam Rappaport resigned in June after a photo of him resurfaced on social media, uh, drawing a lot of uh, criticism for what was there. I'm amazed Anna keeps her job. I I am too. Yeah. I really am. Well, I think a lot of people are and a lot of people are asking what's going on at Condenas, what's going on within that organization.
3: Well, you know what? I probably Anna has always delivered a good bottom line with Vogue or whatever anything she does, you know, and that really when it comes down to a lot of this, they're just looking at the bottom line, yeah. the money. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah. So we'll move on from that to an excerpt from the memoir of Sharon Stone. Oh, thank Please. you for posting this, Holly. I
3: read it. it. Is it just
0: one chapter? It's so good. So it's an excerpt from Sharon Stone's memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, and VanityFair.com has published it today. And in this excerpt, you can go and read the whole thing. Uh, it's over at the Lori and Julia show page on mytalk1071.com. But Sharon Sto- Stone is opening up about that scene in Basic Instinct. The one where she's being interrogated.
3: Yeah, crossing her legs. Yep.
0: Crossing her legs. And on crossing. And on crossing. I'm crossing so, in the other direction. Yes, exactly. But we are I never I mean, she's never spoken about no. this.
3: It was I was at the beauty salon, Julia and I both got blonded and yes, bronzed today. I'm, I'm and branded. I read this this and I was riveted at at all the 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 tea and she didn't always name everybody, but she was very very honest and I I loved it I was like people can learn things from Sharon Stone mm-hmm.
0: damn yeah well she's talking about how she first saw that scene in a screening room with agents and lawyers and she said that she was assured that no one could see anything when she was asked to remove her underwear because they were reflecting light in the shot that's
3: what Verhoeven said oh yes. you've gotta take off your underwear the glare
0: yes and so she um allegedly she slapped Paul Verhoeven across the face after the screening because well, well, looks like that promise didn't really uh, happen and she consulted with her lawyer about her options. Sharon Stone says she ultimately chose to leave the scene as it was because she said it was correct for the film and for the character adding, quote, after all I did it. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, like- remember she's yes, a serial killer. Oh gosh. She is the serial killer. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and uh, yes But she is- goes
3: into all this rich detail, but also about all the BS, uh, To get the role, the BS that goes on in Hollywood. And when she got that role, she was 32. And people were like, you better hurry up. You're aging out. Mm -hmm. That's what she was told at 32.
0: Yeah. So again, go read the excerpt. The memoir's coming out soon. And that's all the dirt for today.
3: Just tell them your theory, Lauren. Haven't people had enough of my theories today? I feel like it's been a theory day. (laughs) I'm it's theory Thursday. I'm re- I'm We've re- all got them. I'm ready for something new, Rocco. What's your theory today? Did you come um, up with one? Being the last 24 hours, and people come up with theories all the time. Of course they do. I know, but is even say saying out- a statement is a theory sometimes. Yeah, but it's saying them out loud and getting at least one person to buy in on your theory. Well, you, I'm bossy with my theory. Well, I was just going to yeah. say, and
4: if you don't
2: like it, I'm going to tell someone else, yeah, or I'll move on to another that's one. That's what I saying. I want
3: to know if Rocco, you came I'm up with a theory. Um,
2: you know, I, I I can't think of any theories. I've, you know, no. You're no. putting them on no. the track. Yeah. Are you putting them Have on you the track? Had a theory
3: in the last 24 hours, a revelation that you had where you were just like, Crikey. Crikey,
4: I shouldn't wear a shoe with a heel right now when I've got a jammed ankle. Crikey, it
3: hurts. That's a, that's a theory you can take to the Lori bank. I've been making pull my heel yeah. out of my leg. Yeah, first we <laughs> tug, and then the chair moves. I'm like, what did we do last <laughs> time? Take the shoe off when you're going to jerk your friend's heel back into place. Yeah. Wow. Okay, here's the theory. Really,
4: no. The answer is no, goofball. Yeah. All
3: right, what do we know? Well, my theory I came up with last night is if I get distracted. Oh, and you really, can't bowl. I can't bowl. You know, I start I thinking up, of other things. I, if I, I need to concentrate yeah. on the pins, the yeah. arrows, and the shadows. I understand yeah. that. I get all distracted. And you know what I was distracted with? Watching the silent Grammy tribute yeah. show
4: which is my favorite <laughs> pearl Watch, dress uh, watching not even with closed caption just watching silent singers and mm.
3: making up stuff we was songs we thought they were singing this what is, common was the, saying the art
4: of Lori's mind and if you've never you, people won't be able to experience it but it is one of my favorite experiences being with you somewhere out of this place that yeah, we work. and i, I mean, just it. let my mind go and, and we just sit there mm. and then the stories we can come up come with. up with about people is just so much fun
3: i yeah I and really, we never
4: need to confirm it or know the mm-hmm. truth or anything it's just so much fun mm-hmm. where both of our minds go you yeah. started i add on to it it's hysterical but you really you go so much further than i could ever <laughs> think of going in your first statement <laughs> which is really why your tattoo should say wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm
3: telling you i'm telling you all right what do you okay got? here's the theory all right um and uh uh, let me let me see where I got this theory. It was published in Academic Pediatrics, so I'm not just uh, making, making this, this one up. up today. Okay, so it's someone else's. It's a, it's a for real thing. Um, uh, apparently, car seat hassles lead to many parents practicing dangerous driving habits.
4: Because they can't, they're they sick of trying to plug them in, or
3: why? If there's a lot of hassles, putting their kid in a car seat or a booster seat, a new report says they're much more likely to... To just take the dangerous shortcut and say, well, it's only for, you know, five blocks. I don't or- believe that.
4: Oh. I don't believe that.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we did never you- did that.
4: We never oh, did that. Julia, I, I do- know my parents did. We didn't even have seatbelts. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll lay down in the back.
4: Right. Just stare at the cars behind us and try not to moon them. Now,
3: they did include your kid <laughs> being uncomfortable if you didn't have something strapped in, like something and it was really digging. The parents didn't care. They just drove off. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, It was 538 parents that had at least one child, uh, between one and ten. And they uh, identified 20 common hassles parents have in dealing with child car seats.
4: Well, I'm telling you, the more advanced they got compared to when I had my kids in the mid-90s, to where they started to go in the early 2000s, and how many different things and pulleys and everything, I would be like, oh. Oh,
2: yeah, they got pretty simple, at least
3: when I the, yeah, the, yeah, they were in, for a while. they am like oh. 80% of the parents admitted to having at least some issues with at least two or more of these 20 hassles. On average, parents usually had a problem with about five things. Mm. And um, Many
4: of them being getting
3: the kid in the car seat, probably right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the flailing body that turns into rubber when you need it, uh. when you need it to bend in certain places, but suddenly well, it's a gumby doll. Here is what they: Why this was in the academic PD, pediatrics? They want uh, doctors and nurses to ask parents about specific hassles with child car seats because they have found, due to different accident statistics sure. and everything else. That having the extra time, allotting the time oh. for the car seat, yeah, thing a lot, whatever it is, ten minutes or fifty. So they just want doctors and nurses to bring that up to people because with-
4: maybe they could give the feedback back to Greco or whoever makes the car seat so they can make improvements.
3: Well, and or just take. Mm-hmm. They said most of the time it comes down to people don't being have time, being in a hurry, <laughs> and then they just don't. This strap is. Well, isn't this year be right. has been
4: easy for them. They didn't have to take their the kids have to anymore.
3: go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's another Funny one.
4: Funny study right now. Isn't okay. That, yeah. that, well, that's After a theory. The car, like, yeah, yeah, right. That's
3: a theory. Then I thought, well, yeah, I can see people being impaled. It's just three blocks. I'm just going to go and put the car seat. You know. It's never really all the way tucked in. I don't know. What do I know? I've never been a parent. <laughs> Finally, um, she
4: admits it. I know. <laughs> Finally, get that on
3: Yeah. Uh to, even even the thought now terrifies me.
4: Lori, you know I'm terrified for her the children that you would have had. Yeah. You no,
3: know, I would have been good at it because I think you get forced to be good at it oh, and I would have loved my baptism kids like crazy. By fire, yes. Yeah. Baptism by fire. But knowing Really, what a lazy kind of indulgent person I am! I know it would have really cramped my style, okay. And uh, well, you
4: would have seen a lot less live music in your life. I will Julia, tell you that.
3: I know, I know. So anyway, I think every—I think it all worked, it worked out. out. Yeah, it did. One year later, though, here we are. Americans are still panic buying essential goods. I did read that yesterday,
4: and I'm and I'm trying to think of what's I. Well, I have not panic bought anything for a long time, except for I was worried we were running out of tennis balls. <laughs>
3: oh, did you buy a bunch of tennis balls? Yeah, I was like... Was I that your panic purchase? I went to like
4: two Targets or something. I didn't see him on the end where yeah. I see him and I was like, alright, when I found him, I bought like a whole well, here's bunch. My my really panic
3: buy I feel like. Here's my theory, mm-hmm. and it's going to all come to an end so we okay. don't have to worry about it, but I think that people, because we weren't spending money either because we didn't have it or it wasn't available to us, but we didn't spend mm-hmm. money on movies we didn't go out to restaurants like we did we didn't go see live music we didn't buy luxury goods we didn't right. go on trips we didn't wear makeup for a lot of yeah, it yeah we weren't going and hanging out at the mm-hmm. bars so the one thing that you could buy is essential goods sure. And the so best toilet paper ever. ever money to buy, so people kind of like got into buying. I'm going to have paper towels up the wazoo and exploring other ways that you could buy Clean. things. Look, look at things. <laughs> look at organize vacuum. things. Right. So I don't know. I think that's going to come to an end. Is my right. theory on that? But I do think that people kind of was, was like
4: you panic bought. We all panic bought initially. Clean different place. Come on, we all did. We panic bought wipes.
3: We all did. Come on. For sure. We did. There was a shortage. There was a shortage. Toilet paper. That was the first. We all panic bought that stuff. That was the first. And then all the studies have come out. And meat. I remember a while there was going to be a run on meat. But everyone was going, you know, that would why the toilet paper. That's like everyone's biggest fear, I guess, is to be caught without toilet paper. Because
4: have you? Have I? Mm-hmm. If there's nothing worse. No. The, when you're desperate, you have to use the cardboard roll. Okay. And right. Then, I mean, that's. <laughs>
3: I'm just saying. Yeah. And then the other times. Franco Julia loves to talk about this subject. I have really you noticed don't. it's been a <laughs> no, thing I this don't. week with I her? Don't. No, it's No, like you're, a second her kind time. of manly. You're kind of manly about poop because I think you have <laughs> I two had two boys. The, I had to pee <laughs> in the woods the other day on a walk with a friend. Who hasn't peed in the woods? I know, that but I is nothing like, uh, new. It was like you almost had to pee in the porta potty yesterday yeah, after I you know, were done Yeah, way. I know. <laughs> you're like, no way. I like that is one thing that I. I mean, no, the world is not a urinal like it is for the guys. No, but I if you know if you're able. I mean, you can just... I've peed standing up. So, I know. And it's really pretty where that goes. It's not good. You pee on the back of your legs. It's highly inconvenient unless you really... <laughs> bend over Rocco. Yeah. And you really thrust you out your triangle. Do you remember? Okay. And then you back your legs up. No, and it's, horrible. it's better when you're younger because you can bend back. Do you remember further? when we peed outside
4: Cousin Michael's house when the cab dropped us off oh, so late at night? Yeah. We're so late at night in Laurel Canyon. Yeah, we couldn't can't we. find his house and we're just like, we're peeing right here. Oh, yeah. We peed,
3: we, we peed at the budget rental car lot right we in front peed, of a camera right, at the Burbank Airport. I or, changed or, my clothes Orange and County peed Airport. in Orange Corner yeah. Airport, John Wayne Airport. And I'm like, I'm like, Julia, look at where the pee is running. Why Where people are rolling or coming out from the oh my airport? Their <laughs> wheels are going through the air. No, we might not have a wieners to do, but Julia and I really, I do think women, if you've got a pee and you just have to. It's gotta, you go. You gotta go, gotta mm-hmm. go. But the alternative is we're very wet pants. Yes, <laughs> and then you stink. I know. <laughs> so who wants that? Wow. I know. And I always believe this theory of mine because okay. I've carried. I've had paper. to pee on <laughs> River Road, and that's you that's, know that's a lot that's of very houses. Public. Very public, very very public. But <laughs> if the tree is big enough, it <laughs> can cover you. And panties. I stand. Sideways, sure. no one so see the trees it. covering me, and Casey is ostensibly, you know, looking for traffic or watch? runners. That's
2: so funny! Yeah. And
3: then yeah. I'll just slightly—that's like a very public spot. I'll too. just slightly kind of, you know, you puff out like there. I'm a guy. I pretend yeah, like I'm a guy,
4: but your butt's exposed. Well,
3: well not if you're, oh, a few. Oh, you got your of, down, down coat on. I got my down bushes. coat on, and yep. yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't good. I, I got. I wet my pants. Basically, I walked home. You've been standing up, thinking you. Were I was thinking, thinking I was getting away with something. I'm like, ah, I look like just some gross guy, not some gross lady. Wow. So uh, the theory is just pretend like you're some guy because nobody thinks twice of like, oh, look at that guy over there taking a whiz. But if you're down crouching, people go, oh, look at that lady. And then, and so just pretend you're a guy. That's my. Just turn backwards toward the traffic. Well, that would That's really be pretending know. to be a guy. Yeah, I, I, I can't see you. You can't see me. That is, oh, man. I am
2: sending this to Holly for the best of on Saturday. <laughs>
3: Honestly. All right. Well, it's a theory. It is a theory. It's a theory. theory. It's a good one and it's a fact. So it's a theoretical fact now. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's then We got to go. We'll, we'll be right bet. back. Uh, please, I direct your attention to our website so you can see Lenny Kravitz and his coconut. And read an excerpt from Sharon Stone's, what is going to be a brilliant You memoir. have to go
4: to the Gloria and Julia show mm-hmm. page. Mm-hmm. And if people want to access any of the books since 2013, you can go to the Lori and Julia show page at mytech1071.com. There's a link
3: called Book Club. That sounds overwhelming to go through all those books. But can I tell you with the greatest thing? There's some thing? really good ones I on know, there. I know, I know. And people are always looking for books. But the greatest thing, the thing I loved reading of the many things Sharon divulged in just this. In the
4: Vanity Fair excerpt? Yeah, okay. from
3: her um, memoir. memoir. Really? So when Basic Instinct came out, and she was like, she had to work really hard. She was the 13th choice of the director. He? Michael what? Douglas didn't want her. Yeah, Oh, no. I didn't know that. Because she was, even though she'd made 18 movies and she'd done the one Total Recall or whatever it was, I think, was she in that? I don't... With, was, was Total Recall? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, okay but she wasn't known known and but she and michael douglas i mean then he they had chemistry oh my gosh and then some so she got booked a limo she was in new york the weekend that the movie came out and for some reason i can't remember why faye dunaway is with her and they ran in and out of theaters in disguise where basic instinct was uh playing and To get the the reaction? And the audiences were going nuts. I mean, they loved it. Remember, we've not really seen anything where the woman is, you know, really the bad guy. The 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 whole twist of that and everything. Mm -hmm. She's cold-blooded. You know, we just... thats And you didn't know. And you didn't know. You're seeing the movie, so we have spoiled it for you. But, um... (laughs) And, uh... And after like the fifth or sixth movie theater and people, the audience was standing up and they were like, Woo, I mean, just people were going crazy right. for her. And she looked at uh, Faye Dunaway and she goes, I don't even know what any of this means. And Faye Dunaway looked at her and she said, it means you're a star now, darling, and you can tell everyone to kiss your ASS. I
4: love it. I can see Faye Dunaway saying Same. that.
3: Totally. But that is uh, summing up Hollywood yep. in one soundbite. Yep. bite. You're right, Lori. You know. Okay, I got it. And end. then it came out, and the critics hated it. And the audience loved it. You know, I tried to it. watch
4: it. I tried to watch oh. it this past year again, and I mm-hmm. only made it. It's longer than, you You know, me. Well, it's
3: a Paul Verhoeven. It's a little long. Oh, look at bah, 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 bah. Well, he <laughs> kind of. yet as high. Don't you think he's sort of an artsy-fartsy, takes his time with uh, the camera kind of a guy? Well, that that ex, that what that means to me Hollywood speak is it's too
4: damn long, okay? okay. okay. R.C. Fartsy likes to work with his camera extension. Mm, kind I don't of guy. know. I might be All making right, so that I, up too. Okay, I've been waiting for two days to share this with you. Okay, boy, right. that's a and, long
2: time.
3: And to I wait. want
4: I know, and I want both of your reactions. Okay. Okay. So, you know, Nick Jonas came out with his new album. He hosted Saturday Night Live. I tried to listen to the album last night. And I thought the
3: second single is good. The one he performed the superstar, on SMA. yeah, the,
4: the Superman one, not spaceman. Superman, the spaceman,
3: no, not spaceman. That's not so good.
4: Okay, because it's it's very very am um, He does this one called Sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was trying to like. I, I just, I want to like it more than I do. So maybe yeah. I never made it to the second hit, oh dear. but he, it was, it had an interview with Apple music. Um, he's one of the few people that still subscribes like I do. Mm-hmm. And he revealed it is his lifelong dream to play, portray Bruce Springsteen in his biopic. Really? It's a dream of mine to play him a movie one day, tell his story in some way that would be honoring him and that he could be involved with it. I really hope that could happen. He says he hopes this gets
3: to the right ears. Could you ever see him playing? Well, first of all, Bruce Springsteen seems too vibrant and alive for me. <laughs> well, sure, to, but you know, uh, but I mean, envision. yeah, uh,
4: but I mean, I just thought that is just a wow. Wild... And,
3: and I don't,
2: I
4: don't right, I, I don't feel
3: like. That's the reaction I thought I'd get. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know
2: if he can act?
3: Yeah. That well, was my second question. Well, what did we question. see him in? I don't know about, uh, you know, biopics about living people. Does it happen very often? um not really well i mean not really fine yeah all right and i guess i want a hotter unknown I want, you know, okay, a, a, it, a modern doppelganger. This comes from the
2: person who wants the, her other boyfriend to be in every... Movie.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. Perry Harry Styles. Styles. Yes. Well, I just want him to be Mick Jagger. Yes. Really? You don't want him to play Bruce Springsteen, but, too? And, you know, but he
3: probably could. He could, I guess, do Bruce Springsteen in the younger years, like the wild, rowdy, you know, Asbury Park, and even before yeah. that, when he was playing the Elks Clubs in New Jersey. Right. I can, I, I'm i okay. looking at
2: pictures. I can see him as the young Bruce asbury park bruce you which one
3: are we talking Come about nick, Jonas? Going back nick to jones nick.
4: Yeah. all right
2: yeah let's all right let's now, see. Was In other, the other, was his, song, his second song this is heaven
4: yes, yes. that's the other one you like that one okay the other thing mm-hmm. we didn't spend any time on it all was that tinsley mortimer oh yeah and her coupon king are no longer engaged God. now she she was taken by surprise by this and and they were engaged
3: they've been engaged for a long time which is always a red flag
4: Okay, what is how long should you be engaged?
3: Less a year? Uh, yeah, a year unless most- uh, unless it was your covid bride who's been delayed, then right. your engagement has unexpectedly lingered and you're probably she quite quit ready. She quit her
4: job at New York Housewives. She moved to Chicago for the Coupon King and here is what he his quote is. It was an incredibly difficult decision. He blindsided her. She talked, her quotes earlier in the year was that COVID is bringing them closer together. Oh, she's this actually, is just what J-Lo said, too. She's actually having, mm-hmm. she's so happy. Um, she's actually doing things she's never done before because she was filthy rich. I've had to cook. I've had to clean. I've had to shop.
3: No, they he's now seen what it would like for her to be wifey and him to be hubby. And he's like felt claustrophobic and he broke up with her. He dumped her.
4: How? And she...
3: And she... Has been pressured by her mom to put a ring on it and seal I, her it mom up. Is and a
4: nut Dorinda,
3: job. you know, basically got mad at her because she always said that Scott is never going to marry right. you. I know his. And type. now
4: Dorinda lost her job and drank too much last year over this very fact, and she's no longer a housewife. That's
3: right, Julia. I would be pissed if I was Dorinda and I would just <laughs> say, I told you so. Right. Well, there's a, maybe a couple people, but there were a lot of warning signs with uh, Scott. And. She was very much, I felt like she was like, I never like it when somebody looks like they're going, you know, like, like me, like me, like me. Like you me. hate it. I Lori, hate that. I Here's hate, the deal. Yeah, you know, I feel like if you have to life do Life with that, Lori
4: is, they should like you more than you like them. That's right.
3: <laughs> are we going to
2: see a bunch of post-COVID breakups? People are like, oh, finally. Yes. Well,
3: yes, yes. I
2: can yes. escape this. Yeah, and some people
3: are, are doing they're it doing ahead it right, of time. Right? They're doing it right now. But yeah, you really... People really found out whether or not they liked um the person that they were with, mm-hmm. and there's nothing like spending a lot of time together. To and figure finding that, that, out. that out and um,
4: and how sexy it is making yet another meal together. Yeah. Or,
3: <laughs> and or was, vacuuming yet and, again. And, and and people who really, you know, there is great societal pressure to be monogamous and find your person and okay, all of this that. Ought
4: to be Save this for a theory <laughs> tomorrow, but I think your, your next sign is going to be it's okay to fool around. It's okay to play. No, I was just going okay okay to say, to your not your self, everybody not that likes
3: good. it. And that Scott just found out that wasn't, I, maybe he just found out I, I don't want to be with this woman for the rest of my life. I'm there cutting it out now.
4: There you All go. Right. All right, that was free. <laughs> um, everybody, have a good
3: night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.